Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And while you were here, you might as well check out the Leeds Podcast Network, where we have six, yeah, you heard it, six brand new shows, Monday through Saturday, each and every single week. You can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And whenever you listen to them, we are there. We cover the NBA, the WNBA, and we even dip our toes into the NFL. Check us out because we're really good. Memphis, 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 what up, Grizz Nation, and welcome back to another edition of Grizz 901, as maybe who Sean Coleman, who I was on with the Locked On Grizzlies, called it the Grizz Lead 901, or he might have even called it the 901 Grizz, or he might have called it Lead 901. Who knows what Sean was calling it? He's crazy, but if you have a chance, go check out that. It was on his podcast network, which is the Locked On Grizzlies, but also... You can see my beautiful face, but how I like to kind of consider it is I shrunk Sean's window. So you don't have to look at him. He's not all up in your face. Kind of shrunk him a little bit. Made him more, you know, easy on the eyes that way. So palatable. Palatable. Is that a nice word? No. Yeah, we'll say palatable. (laughs) Uh, Now, we love Sean here. Uh, He even shouted out uh, Ryan, who's here with us again. Um, So, Love Sean, and he's doing big things over at the Locked On Grizzlies, so I wanted to give him a shout-out early in this. But, but Ryan, we're here talking about the Grizzlies. They are now on a four-game win streak. Did you think that was possible, not knowing who was going to sit out? Did you think it was even possible? No. I love being wrong when it comes to predicting the Grizzlies, and I think I predicted like a one-in-two week, something like that. Right, y'all going out and we're like, look, or at least I was like, look, if we can win six games, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, (laughs) (laughs) we're halfway there and I'm feeling great about it. So that's, I love being proven wrong when it's, when it comes to the Grizzlies. So that was a great week, even if there was a little luck to it, which I'm sure we might talk about here in a little bit. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. We're going to get into the the four-game stretch uh, and mainly just the past three games. We're not going to dig in too much detail. This is going to be a very, very quick episode, uh, but we will dig into those games as well as what's on the horizon. And honestly, thankfully, thankfully, we got some wins under us. There's no pressure going into these next few games because if we win, great. If we lose, we're supposed to. Outside of really the Rockets game that's coming up in the next two weeks, we're probably supposed to lose every single one of those games. We're gonna we're not gonna be favored, uh, so it really will depend on how well this team continues to play together. And it looks like to me that they're playing really well together, but also having a lot of fun. And that's really what I enjoy seeing is this team enjoys each other. And I've seen a lot of love. For a certain Taylor Jenkins mm. through Grizz Twitter. And I, I'm not <laughs> saying that I'm right with, with, with Taylor, but I'm right. Taylor's a good coach. And he's, he's done a lot of things. And he's honestly, he's had to do different things with this lineup that probably some coaches would not have wanted to do and would not have done. 
putting Santi Aldama in the in the rotation when we lose Zaire, when we lose Kyle, when we lose Brandon Clark, that takes some balls because you don't have to do that. I know that's his style, and I, some people agree or disagree with his 10-man rotation, but at the end of the day, he likes that style, and he's went with it. And Santi has absolutely made him look like a really, really good coach. And so we'll get into all that today. But like I said, we'll be a quick one just for you. I will be here back in the middle of the week. But if you have a chance, go check out the Leeds Podcast Network. Mondays, me and Ryan are doing a show. Cody, sometimes he comes, he goes, he's busy. He's really, really busy. But, uh, but go check out the free basketball uh, show on the Leeds Podcast Network. And then make sure you tune in middle of the week because I'll have another show dropping depending on how well the games go, what might happen. I try to do at least one, if not sometimes two, uh, if it really gets crazy. So, Ryan, let's get into the games that happened this week. Uh, the Grizzlies are, had a 3-0 and win, a 3-0 and week, 3-0 and wins, obviously. Um, and they took down the Raptors, which was uh, really, really cool. That was, you know, not expected. But like we talked about earlier, they did get helped out with no OG. Uh, Pascal Siakam kind of got in foul trouble. Fred Van Vliet didn't look like Fred Van Vliet. But all in all, do you feel good with that win against the Toronto Raptors? Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but that was a surprise. So we didn't know what was going to happen, you know, the rest of the week with other guys sitting out. But to start the week like that after kind of like, well, you know, we'll probably lose the Raptors one. And then, you know, we'll get the Thunder and then we'll just kind of see – um with the Mavericks it was a very welcome surprise to the week that was like oh okay maybe we will have an interesting week so instead of going one and two I was like okay we'll go two and one great that's awesome uh but yeah to start that week off like that that was a very pleasant surprise and I and we and I said on here that look Jaws going out hate it he's our best player you always want him uh no matter if this team without Jaw goes 15 wins in a row <laughs> For some reason, like you still want jaw. Um, but I said the defense would get better. <laughs> and, and it has in a week, it has improved. I know some of that you could probably directly contribute to people not playing for the other's teams. But to go from a defensive rating in a week to being one of the worst in the leagues at 114 to 111, a full three point jump. I mean, last week, this team was a minus five net rating, and this week, they're minus 0.8. So, yeah, Yeah. the the three games, I mean, you might talk about all three, but giving up 91 points, 79 points, and then 90 points, that'll help. Yeah. And so, I guess what we'll see is with this upcoming week playing teams that should be at full strength, if – that was just an anomaly. Anomaly. I can't even say that right. Well, I can't say that right now. Anomaly. Uh, anomaly. Yeah. Why can't I'm struggling? You're adding right a, another a little. A little I know. Another. I have like a anomaly. A, a brain block. I'm not even going to try it again. Uh, but we'll see <laughs> if it's something that holds up. So right. that will be interesting to see heading into this week for sure. But very yeah, surprised sure. with the Raptors. Yeah, that was the one that I was like, all right. This team, they're getting together. They're kind of showing a little bit. I expect it to have that Raptors game in Canada be a Brandon Clark who got in foul trouble and a Dylan Brooks game who, who didn't really just show out in that game. Um, and, that, and that was okay. They, they played a good, good, sound team win, and that's fine. The biggest game that I really, really was impressed with is the Thunder game. 
I was in attendance. I watched it. I was sitting there next to my buddy, and we kind of just were just paying attention to the game. Not really much of the score because we knew the Grizzlies were winning. And we were getting ready, and it's getting close to halftime. And I looked over to him, and I asked him, before you're looking at the scoreboard, can you tell me how much we're winning by? And he goes, uh, 15. It was crazy to see that that game, that they were up by 30, 32, 36 at half, whatever the number is. And it just didn't look like it. It looked like they were just flying around having fun. It, nothing came hard at all. But that was a super trap game. And I'm impressed that they showed out as much as they did, but also it allowed a lot of these bench players to get some very needed time in the rotation. They played a lot of minutes, and that actually rested us for this game that came up against the Mavericks. Another impressive game. Then you hear that Luca's out. Chris Porzingis continued to be out. That line moved from minus four and a half uh, favoring the Mavericks to then minus one and a half favoring the Grizzlies. And I don't know about you, but I absolutely hammered it because <laughs> I felt like this team, they're, a, they're full of a bunch of dudes who just don't care. They don't care if you don't like them. They don't care what happens. They don't care who scores. They don't care about anything. They just really want to win and play basketball. And that's really what I enjoy. But the funny thing is, it's just everybody was saying, well, you know, it doesn't matter. Even without Luca, and even without KP, I, I still feel confident, right? We have Jalen Brunson and all that. And that's great. Mavericks, whatever. If you love your team, that's fine. I want you to love your team. But I had so much confidence in these Grizzlies. They kind of let, you know, the Mavericks slip back in. But is there anything that popped out to you about that Mavericks game uh, that really just either you love or hate all in general? Because I know that they were up big and they allowed them to come back. But at the end of the day, a win's a win. Uh, I mean, obviously the easiest thing is to say Desmond Bain, yeah, who has a now probably infamous quote talking <laughs> about the uh, draft pick that was selected ahead of him by the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, that obviously was a, it felt like a revenge game. Like he's, every team passed on him basically. So every night is like a revenge game for him, which is great. Uh, but to go 29 points against the Mavericks, who obviously were depleted, but four for six from three, 12 for 20 from the field. It was just a great game from him. And the other weird thing is about the Mavericks, like I know Tim Hardaway Jr. has been coming off the bench lately for them. I still don't get that. Like, are they yeah, trying to why? go for a defensive thing? I, I, I haven't read too much up about, what the reason that is about the Mavericks. So I could be way off about this, but obviously feels like they're going, trying to go with more defense. Um, but that, yeah. and he still came in and scored 29 points. So it's not like right. he wasn't doing anything and he plays 31 minutes, but I guess they just like to start with a quote unquote, better defensive option to start and then let <laughs> THJ come in. I, I'm not sure about that, but Obviously, the star of the night for the Grizzlies was Desmond Bain, even though Tyus Jones had a great game, 16.7 assists, six rebounds. I mean, that was great for him. But it was all about Bain, and it was yeah. mostly just because of that post-game quote that he gave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is weird about the Tim Hardaway deal for the simple fact that in the offseason, Tim Hardaway signed a four-year, $75 million contract. Okay. Is he worth that? He can be at times. 
he does struggle and kind of gets lost into you know the game often because of he doesn't do anything outside of scoring. And he took and he took less money to stay. Yeah, he got offered more money to go to the Pelicans. Yeah, and and so my thinking is that he he was playing fairly bad early in the season so far. And so my, my thinking on the whole process is, is they moved him to the bench to get maybe him time where he's able to be the main score away from Luca. Uh, even though Luca plays 35 minutes a game. So there's not much time in there when he's the, like the main person, but he's played well when he's come off the bench, even with everybody out, they decided to still bring him off the bench. And so my thinking is that they want to be consistent He's been playing better off the bench. Let's keep everything the same. And so that's really what it comes down to me is I think as a coach, sometimes you just kind of leave it alone and you put other people in that spot because it really doesn't matter who starts the game because in the end he finished the game and he was the best player on the court outside of, you know, Desmond Bain. So those two were just throwing, you know, haymakers back to each other, which was great to watch. And so I I really enjoyed the game but I really enjoyed it because it was Desmond Bain just kind of coming out party just even more, not, not because we don't know that, but he kind of just showed everybody that, yeah, I went to TCU. You passed up on me in Dallas. Screw you. You took Josh green who doesn't even play. Yeah. Good job. You thought he was a better shooter than me. (laughs) And because I had shorter arms, you chose him. over me. It's because he was an athlete. That's why. Get out of here. Get out of here. Well, you know what? Screw your metrics. I love short arm guys. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the new that's the new inefficiency. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> short arm guys. <laughs> we'll take all your short arm guys. They're good. Uh, but that was uh that was a big win. So the Grizzlies went three and zero this week, and it was a fun filled week. And it's and this is really the time that you you get to enjoy being a fan. You get to enjoy being a fan of a team because there's so many highs and so many lows in the season that you often just kind of remain even kill as we've talked about, never too high, never too low. But really this is the time that you're like, all right, this is fun. And this is what really all about. I wish that everybody, and it looks to everybody that Grizz are understanding that this is a lot of fun. So I hope this continues to roll and we will, we'll see in the future. So let's see, uh, Ryan, what you got left on the past week so far. So the thunder game, Okay. I know. Okay. Just looking at stats, I, I, 152 total points, making 13 free throws. Oh, yeah. It's really hard to do. Yeah. Uh, I know they shot 63% from the floor, 53% from three, but to only make 13 free throws and score 152 points, that is insanity. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Like, I know, like, the Thunder were playing Paul Watson and Gabriel Deck, which you're probably <laughs> wondering who. Um, <laughs> but 152 points on 13 free throws is uh, that's remarkable. I, yeah. I can't ever remember. I I would have to look this up. But all the high scoring games, there's no way that there's one that's less than 20 free throws. There's no way. So what they did to that Thunder team, who still is an NBA franchise. Uh, dropping 152 points like that is insane. So yeah, yeah, that was, you know, if you're a fan, you're bored, but you watched history and you watched just a complete onslaught. (laughs) Yeah. And that was, so they, they made 57 points 
beyond the arc. So they went 19 of what was the stat? One second, 19 36. Of 36. Yes. Okay. So, you know, very good percentage, but they, they made that many. And then in the paint, they made 82 points. I know you didn't watch the game much. Uh, Ryan's been very busy with uh, coaching basketball, so uh, we'll give him a pass on that. But um, <laughs> I've been DVR'd. So yeah, I will yeah. watch it. Yeah, it's, no, per, yeah, absolutely. He, he'll <laughs> go back and watch them, which is weird to me in, in general because I will not. I'll, I'll watch bits and pieces if I want to go back and watch something. But um, I watched that game live until halftime, and then I stayed at the bar uh, the rest of the way to watch the Cowboys uh, win. But it was it was crazy because there was zero zero defense and the Grizzlies fans broke out a defense chant towards the end of the game trying to make sure they got that uh, record. Well, I mean, D- Dylan so Brooks, Dylan Brooks played fifteen minutes. Desmond play, Bain played seventeen minutes. Jaron Jackson Jr. played twenty. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brandon Clark 100%. played 14 minutes. I mean, Brandon Clark, an embarrassing plus 14 and 14 minutes. That was the lowest on the team. You should be ashamed of yeah. yourself, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, no, like this blowout like this, where your stars play 20 minutes or less, like that's unheard of. It's absolutely yeah. unheard of. Oh, it, the whole game was unheard of. It looked <laughs> It's weird. why it's history. Yes. <laughs> but one fun <laughs> fact, and we'll move on from uh, this Thunder game, but one fun fact, is I was sitting there and uh, behind a, uh, a couple, they were, you know, obviously older than, than I was, and, and they were just enjoying the game, and they were cheering for a certain Santi Aldama. And it was cool, and I was like, all right, they, they love this guy. And he was having a great game. And it come to be that it was his parents. They oh, got okay. to see Santi play, uh, obviously, on, in, in, on the NBA you know, court, but also have one of the best games, his career game he's ever had in the NBA. It was really cool to see that because, you know, I briefly spoke to him, briefly. But to see the fun and joy on their face, to get to really live that, uh, they did not miss a minute, okay? I, we went back after halftime, kind of checked on it. Cool, okay, they're still killing them. They were in their seats. Mm. We ended up checking towards the end of the game because we heard defense, so we got left the bar, tabbed out. And we found out that they were really just about to break the record, which at that point I was just trying to cheer for a Cowboys touchdown. But <laughs> I went back. They were still there having a time of their lives, really just cheering on their son. So uh, mm. shout out to the Adamas. Awesome. Uh, that was really cool. But yeah. let's move on. Uh, like I said, we're going to have this a little bit uh, shorter than usual. But this week, the Grizzlies have Monday. They go to the Heat and then they come back home and Wednesday a game and they bring in the Mavericks, who 100% will play Luka Doncic. Don't think anything different. They're going to have everybody for that game. And then Thursday on a back-to-back, they're at home again against the Lakers. Friday, something you want to pay attention to, the Memphis Tigers play Murray State. So that was really cool that they have that at home in Memphis. Jog is the CS team, plus uh, the Murray State Racers. You know they're coming in for that Lakers game on Thursday, 100%. (laughs) And they might uh, and, beat the Tigers. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. And then Saturday, we uh, Saturday finish off this week against the Rockets at home. So a nice little three game, uh, mini, mini homestay. You know, then you have another one on Monday. So that's a four game homestay all in all. But this week you have three and then you go on the road right away now against the Heat. 
Ryan, we're going to break down a little bit, but we've uh, talked about this in the, in the, before we got on here, it looks like Jimmy Butler is close to returning. He was upgraded to questionable from doubtful and, and from out. I'm going to ask the, I guess the question very, you know, easy. If Jimmy Butler plays, what do you think the outcome for the Grizzlies? If Jimmy Butler misses, what do you think the outcome is for the Grizzlies? Um, I think it truly is a win loss situation. So even if he is questionable and maybe not hundred percent healthy and he plays, I like the heat. Okay. Um, if he doesn't, just because of how valuable he is for that team. Like right. he, for the first part of the season, people are like, oh, Jimmy Butler's in the top 10 MVP candidates, you know, like, I which, him. which, you know, you can say it's crazy, but he's had a good start to the season and averaging 20, whatever it is, 23, 24 points. Uh, so if he plays, I don't like it. If he doesn't play, I think it'll be close. And okay. I think it'll be just like one of these, Games we had last week, 97, 98, whoever breaks 95 points wins kind yeah. of situation uh, because both teams right now, it's kind of dependent on their defense. So uh, that's how I see it. Um, and I, I feel like the Grizzlies already played the Heat once before and the Heat just blew them out. Uh, so a little bit of revenge factor, obviously, but yeah. I don't know. Without Ja, who knows how far this team can go against a team that has Jimmy Butler at the helm. But yep. I think it'll be close, regardless, even if he is there or not. I just think we'd be on the wrong side if he's playing. And 50-50 on if we win, if he's not. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the Heat beat the Grizzlies 129-103 to 103 back on October 30th. And so it very much would be a revenge game uh, and we are going down there. So it will be, you know, Hey, you beat us on our home floor. We'll go take you, you know, take you out there. The heat, you know, they do play the bucks on Wednesday. So I'm not sure, you know, that would be the ninth day and uh, total that Jimmy Butler would have had as a rest day. So does he play on the ninth day or does he get two more extra days because they do have to take on the bucks? still at home and then the next game it's against the uh the bulls and they play the Cavs, and then the 76ers so that's a big stretch that they're coming up against so i don't know if they hold him off because we're already without jaw okay the grizzlies might be fat and happy they you know went on a four game win streak so maybe that they're thinking eh, maybe they're not too too hungry to beat us but i do like this grizzlies team against anyone because they're just hungry enough and they're just crazy enough to try to try to win some of these games but also remember they're without bam Adebayo, and ever since bam has gone out they have given up a lot of points and I'm, i didn't do the stats because i'm just now thinking about it but ever since he's gone out it has gone out the window compared to what they were giving up compared to now and so i believe that this team is very right for the taking and I'm going to go ahead and call it if the if Jimmy plays, I think it's a loss because he does so much for that team. But if he doesn't play, I think the Grizzlies go down there and steal a win in Miami. Would that be five games in a row that someone has been missing one of their better players and the Grizzlies take advantage of that? Is that, in your mind, is that saying, hey, you know, there's an asterisk next to it or – did they, you know, win the games they were supposed to? 
they won the games they're supposed to, but I think you can still put an asterisk by it. Like, I would not vault them into, you know, a discussion of like they're four seed right now. I would not be willing to have a discussion with someone how they're legitimately a four seed. Okay. Um, because I do think they are a little overrated based on their current record. And they have beaten teams that they should have without their players. We okay. don't know what those outcomes would have been if they had their best players. Do they split? I don't know. Uh, but that's the thing. So I don't think we should get too excited and say like, oh, we won four in a row without job. We're a complete, you know, we're an above average team. I, I still think they're an average team right now. Yeah. And even an average team with jaw. Um, so I, it's fortunate, I think, but they have done what they were supposed to do. But there is this thing in the back of my mind being young players who are just in Dallas, got a nice win. Did they travel that night to Miami? Did they stay all day today in Miami? Mm. Um, You know how Miami is with NBA players, especially young NBA players. So is this a real bad letdown spot? It is, even though there is a revenge factor, because like you said, fat and happy winning four in a row that they if they're full, other teams at full strength, you probably wouldn't say they'd go four and zero against yeah. a team without Bam, who might be questionable with Jimmy. But that Miami nightlife is nothing to joke with. So that that's yeah. it's hard to guess because of those factors. Because there's a a definite revenge factor, and then there's a day or two two nights in Miami factor. Yeah, <laughs> that you just really don't know. So. This one's so up in the air with me. That's why it's. I think it's close regardless, even okay. if Jimmy plays or not. Because I can see Jimmy being on a minutes restriction with that four-game run with top Eastern teams that they're fighting for playoff position with. Like right. The Memphis game might be kind of like a warm-up for him to test to see how he, you know, if he's good to go the rest of the week against the other teams in the East, which is what the Heat, I think, really care about. I don't think they really care about tomorrow, so... I'm going to stay far away from it gambling unless the line is just absolutely juicy, but Mm. because of all of those factors that I just don't think you can see which side um, is the obvious outcome. If you know what I mean? Like the the motivation factor anyways. Yeah, for sure. So the over under is not out, Ryan, if you had to guess what is the line right now, currently constructed, Obviously, it's up in the air. They're expecting Jimmy to come back. So what's the line right now for the Grizz versus Heat? If Jimmy's back, I would say four and a half to the Heat. If he wasn't there, I would say it's probably two and a half um, just because of mostly home and two days of travel for the Grizzlies. So, yep, it's um, so it is actually minus five and a half. So you're you're pretty spot on. Um, and so if you want to hear more of Ryan's power rankings, you need to go check out at bet the lead. Uh, we're going to be a little selfish about this one. We've done pretty well. Uh, we just took over this account. Uh, I'd say what, two weeks ago, a little over two weeks ago. Um, and so we were given the ability to take over another account that we'd had, uh, but we changed it to bet the lead. And we are now up to over 275 plus. I saw a couple of days ago, 275 so far followers on, on Twitter. So if you have a chance, go follow us on Twitter at bet the lead, but mainly 
because I suck when I post my picks and I do really good when I don't tell the people, if you join our Discord channel, you'll get all my, my picks because I did really well today. Trey has absolutely killed it as of late. Uh, he's doing really good. We put all, all of our picks out in the Discord channel. Uh, so go check out and follow along our Discord channel because it's a lot of fun. And we, you know, really, we just talk about basketball betting and we used our props.cash. Shout out to those guys, our bot there. So check out some of the stats in the, in the you know, one of the channels, whatever. So um, I, I think this is going to be a weird, weird game for the, for the Grizzlies on the Heat. They play very much within themselves. They're also a good three point shooting team. So I think this is right for the Grizzlies to lose, but. Man, if they set Jimmy one more game, the Grizzlies are going to win that game. And that plus 188, it's going to look beautiful on the money line. All right, and so one more game will break down. Uh, and I probably looks like I'm going to have to give out a – it's either going to be Tuesday or Friday. I have something going on Tuesday. I don't on Friday as of now. So you might get a podcast put out on Friday. But I'll try to put out something on Tuesday if possible. Uh, like I said, I am very busy. Uh, but go check that out. That's going to be uh, right before we get to take on the Mavericks again. Now back at home. Luca, you know he's going to play. And then we go back to back at home against the Lakers. I would imagine LeBron's going to be ready and roaring to go. And then Saturday against the, uh, the Rockets. But I'll definitely have one out before the Rockets game. Uh, another one. Uh, but that's really all we had this week. Um, it was pretty much just wanted to talk a little bit about how the Grizzlies have done and what they're going to kind of approach on this schedule. Just remember, we said if the Grizzlies went three and 10 in 13 games without jaw, which we said to the 20th, it's the fifth to the 20th. If they went three and 10, we still felt good about the Grizzlies because he's coming back. They're still going to be right under 500, but not too far. They've kind of just changed that completely and went four and oh. So just just think about it. Just give a little just a little thought before we get off of this podcast. The Grizzlies take on the Heat. That's a loss, right? Mavericks will say loss. Lakers loss. That's four and three. We owe the Rockets again. We're gonna continue to beat these bad teams because I think these young players, you know, they're gonna take offense to it. That's another win. So it's five and three over the next eight games. Jaw's looking better, and that gets us to the 11th. That gets us through this week. Jaw might actually come back a little bit early, and I don't, I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. I'm not there. I'm not a medical team, but he's looking like he's eager beaver trying to come back. But who knows? Either way, do you feel good if they go through eight games and they have a record of five and three without Jaw? Yeah, I'm absolutely in love with it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me all day long, please. Yeah. And even after that, you know, we're taking on the 76ers, Trailblazers, Kings, Trailblazers, Thunder. There's potential to really be around 500 at the worst case scenario. Okay. So I'm really excited about this. I hope you're excited about this too. And I hope you're really telling your friends about the Grizz 901 podcast because we're doing big things over here. Grizz lead is turning up, baby. I'm starting to do. <laughs> Grizz lead on Twitter as well during games. And so putting out a little bit, I do have kids. And so sometimes I have to be a little quiet and I can't put out too much uh, content during the game, but um, we're trying to make sure we're continuously bringing all the fans in here. So if there's something that you like or don't like, 
please share. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, if you have something, hit us up on uh, Grizz Lead. Uh, if not, I'm at Daniel Greer. He's RD Meadows 11. Brian, anything else for the people before we get out of here? I don't have anything specific. Just let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's go another 4 and a week. How about that? Let's get weird. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, I'm excited. I'm ready. It's Monday. It's a beautiful week. Let's get going. The weather's weird. Real weird. Real, real weird. But I love, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I'm trying to blow my leaves. Leaves are still falling. I blow them the next day. They're still falling. <laughs> I try to mulch them. The next day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't look like I'm doing. I don't know. Now it's 70 degrees outside. What is going on? Trying to kill us. But, but that's all we have. Let's have a beautiful week. Be nice and tell your friends.